Happy Friday. This is your first ever listen on the Womanland Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, inspiring, and encouraging ladies like you all through support and networking. We do a variation of different things like your community service, a motivational podcast like this one, webinars, seminars, workshops, you know, we basically do it, sis. We are known as the one-stop shop for empowerment here in the DMV area. And you are listening to the Women of Podcast where I sit down with W bosses all across the country and someday hopefully the world. And I speak with them about their individual journeys of becoming female entrepreneurs and the topic at hand. And we have a special guest of this episode, as you ladies may be able to tell from the title. But if this is your first ever listen on the Women podcast and I do um, segments at the beginning of every episode and we have updates a woman to watch of the week and ask Tamani question and I'm gonna go ahead and get started with our updates for this week so first and foremost um, we just recently announced the Womanland Minty Mingle the Goal Getter Sip and Vision Board Edition and then we also announced on the same night um, a Goal Getter webinar which I will be hosting both and we have a special guest speaker at our first one her name is Vinay and she's the founder and CEO of a makeup brand called Nay Faces and also another brand called The Brand Empire and she'll be pouring into the mentees and general attendees that'll be there um, as far as getting your goals together for the new year and just overall bossing up um, into the woman that you were called to be for 2020. Um, I wanted to have this Goal Getter Sip and Vision Board edition for my lovely mentees and anybody that was interested in coming of course at a charge um, if you're not a mentee but um, the very first workshop that Wimbledon had it was a Sip and Vision Board workshop workshop. Um, if you ladies are new to following us or new to um, following us in general on our journey um, outside of social media, then you know that the Womanland Workshop is basically a business development workshop where we target our workshops around business development um, things like, you know, Brandy and Marketing 101 or Networking 101, um, our most recent one, Building a Brand 101. But the very first workshop we had, which is what I just started, and I was like, what? what is a cool event that we could do? A Sip and Vision Board event was the first thing that came to my mind. And it was literally, I think, on December 28th. And we, of course, just passed that. December 28th It is now um, in the first week of January. And I thought, why not have a full circle moment and do something a little bit, you know, the same, but with a twist on it. So I wanted to have this Sip and Vision Board edition for, you know, of course, our mentees and anybody that wanted to come out. Um, it will be hosted at Bowie State University at the Business um, and Graduate Studies Building on campus. Um, and we're pretty much almost sold out. Um, thank you, ladies, so, so, so much for getting your tickets. We This is the most tickets we've ever had for a Minty Mingle. And ladies, we literally had 17 tickets in one night. And literally the next day, um, it was down to like four tickets. By the time this episode drops, it'll probably sold out. Um, so thank you, ladies, so much for that. Um, but we do only have a little bit of tickets left for the Goal Getter webinar, which I'll be hosting the day after on February 1st. And sorry, ladies, I forgot to mention the date for it the WL Minty Mingle Sip and Vision Board Edition will be on January 31st from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And then the Goal Getter webinar, which is the one I just mentioned, will be from um, 
6 p.m. to 7 p.m., which is on a Saturday. So if you're not doing anything that Saturday night, you know, February 1st, go ahead and grab your ticket at Boomland.org. All the hyperlinks are in a bio or on Instagram. Or if you guys don't follow us on Instagram, you might as well go ahead and go do that at Women of Lynn. So, secondly, um, I just dropped my first ever independent, uh, basically titled as an ebook, but is it is the Dream Plan Execute Repeat Digital Activity Journal. Um, as you ladies know, I just launched my personal website, tamonilyn.com, and you ladies may be able to notice that that same title was our last podcast episode. And if you've really been following our journey, then you know that I just recently had a speaking engagement at the Oneness of Your World 2, where I spoke on dreaming, planning, executing, and repeating it in order to have a successful bully season. And by the time I got to the event and I was speaking on it, I was already three weeks into developing this um, ebook for you all. And I thought, you know, after, you know, speaking at this event, why not make it a podcast topic? And then why not drop, you know, the digital activity journal afterwards? And you ladies literally like blew me away. The first 24 hours, like it's been crazy like not only have we announced our minty mingle our go to webinar and one night the day after i announced the digital activity journal it was launched and you guys have supported all three thank you all so much i can't even express how grateful i am for the support that we have like y'all are just unmatched unmatched so thank you all so much um with that being said we will be having some more wl boss business tools dropping soon for women exclusively and i do now also offer entrepreneur guidance calls for only 12 dollars, where you receive 30 minutes with me um you can ask me as many questions as you want as far as entrepreneurial guidance and then after that phone call you are um granted a three-page um guidance worksheet and action steps worksheet which you will be able to see your overview and you know some next steps that you should take in order to achieve those goals that we were talking about in the phone call um so if you ladies want to stay up to date with everything that i just said and continue to follow our journey you ladies can subscribe to our website at woman.org for all future updates and before we get into you know of course i want to watch week on the ask money question segment um if if I sound a little weird, ladies, I do have the flu right now, so please bear with me as I'm recording this episode with our special guest. Um, I apologize in advance, but we got to keep the train pushing. You know, I always push for y'all, and I don't feel too bad, so I thought, you know, why not go ahead and record? But with that being said, um, our woman to watch of the week is Jasmine C. Williams. She is a guest speaker. And she is a speaking coach. Um, she is also a marketing and communications pro. And she also has a brand new ebook that just dropped for college students that is available now um, on her Instagram. You guys can follow her on Instagram at J Bob. It's J W I L L A Y Y J O B. And you guys can go to her website to check more out about her at jasmincwilliams.com. And she is an advocate for something called Stop Half Assing It, which is basically. Stop procrastinating on life. Stop half doing everything that you're doing and to just operate in your fullest potential. Um, she's always served as an inspiration to the women around me and myself. So I thought, why not, you know, have her as a woman to watch of the week? Um, she's super inspirational to me, as I just said, and love. Please keep doing everything that you're doing. We are definitely rooting for you here at Women of Lynn and you are super inspirational. So ladies, as I just said, you guys can follow her at jwillybob on Instagram or you guys can check out her website at Jesse Williams to see all that she offers. So with that being said, our Ask Tamani question is, do you have any other passions outside of Women of Lynn? 
So if you follow me on my personal page um, at Tamani Lynn on Instagram, then you guys will probably be able to notice that I'm a bit of a creative. So I do have a few passions outside of Woman of Lynn. Um, I love to paint. Um, I've painted since I was younger. Anything having to deal with drawing, painting, sketching, basically anything dealing with that count me in um so that's definitely um a few passions that i have to answer your question love so with that being said we can go ahead and jump into the topic which is what's your legacy so i wanted to have this podcast episode because i feel as though oftentimes as entrepreneurs we're so caught up in the business we're so caught up in numbers we're so caught up in things that really don't matter when sometimes we forget our legacy and we forget the impact that we want to leave and i wanted to have an episode centered around that and how important it is in order to you know build and have a successful legacy and overall talk about what type of image you want to leave behind just from your brand being here in the now um i know for me personally when you know a person asked me that question when I first started you know what legacy do you want to leave for women of Lynn I couldn't answer it because that is a super big question and if you cannot answer that question it is totally okay sometimes it takes time for you to figure out you know what your purpose and your legacy is through your brand and now my legacy is that I just want to leave the idea in women's minds that they can achieve anything that they set their minds to no matter what you're facing no matter how many odds against you no matter how many people are telling you you can't do something you can achieve it because you're strong you're powerful and you're a double boss at heart so that is definitely the legacy that I want to leave behind and I overall just want women to come together more and to just celebrate each other more you know as we grow together so that's the legacy that I want to leave and speaking of legacies I just attended um, this event from a brand called the Black Girls Network Um, they held a networking event at their Washington DC tour um, on their stop in DC and it was an overall networking event about girl bosses coming together celebrating each other and just overall networking and there was a speaker there and her name was Shoa and she was talking about her brand and how you know empathical it was and how you know how she does a lot of different things in the community to overall go towards the betterment of the community through everything that she does and as she was speaking I was like wow she's talking about legacy she's talking about you know the things that she wants to leave behind you know why not have her on this episode and you ladies know I have nothing but the best of the best WMOS on every single episode and this woman is the founder and CEO of It Takes a Village Collaborative which is also known as ITAF Collab which is a family-owned nonprofit organization founded by a sister duo who are mission driven to serve a divine unified purpose to enlighten, educate, and empower the lives of children, families, and communities of tomorrow. Show established ITAF Collab to enrich the quote-unquote whole child with special emphasis on quote-unquote whole family and community. She is currently a full-time graduate student at the Howard University, come through HU, pursuing a dual master's in macro social work and public health. She also has extensive experience in the fields of education, mental health, and social justice. We love a multi face a queen um she is also um well versed on community engagement and human services um she has also worked in different capacities with local national and international organizations and agencies that are geared towards the improvement and development of programs that will enhance our various social systems so ladies in just that little synopsis y'all know she is a big W boss okay ain't no little boss over here she is multifaceted she is from the real HU so I would love for you ladies to give a warm welcome to Miss Shoa hi ladies 
I am so excited and honored to be here with you all today. And thank you so much for seeing the light in me at that event and inviting me to be here today with you all. I truly appreciate it. Of course. Thank you you for that warm welcome. No problem. No problem. It's it's only right. So although I gave our W Boss listeners a little synopsis about you already, tell us a little bit more about yourself. You know, like who are you? What do you do? Where are you from? Etc. Um, you can go in depth. Yes. Um, so my name is Shoa Philpotts, and I am from the DMV area. I say DMV because I grew up in Hyattsville, Maryland. Um, I participated in different programs in D.C. I've done work in Virginia. So I like to say that I'm from the entire area, but I grew up in PG County. Yes. So I am a PG County resident. Um, my family is Jamaican, so I am Caribbean as well. Um, and I do a lot of things, as you heard <laughs> from my introduction. Um, but currently, my main focus is um, my degree is my last semester at Howard University. So I'm so excited to graduate with my master's. Um, and through that, I've done a lot of work with different nonprofits. And through that work, I realized that I wanted to start something of my own. So that's where I came up with ITAF Collab. And I also work for a national nonprofit um, as a coordinator working on their internal team. So I have a lot going on, like (laughs) all of us do, but that's what makes us who we are. And I'm just excited to be here. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, love, for that warm introduction. So as she just said, lady, she is involved in a lot. So especially when it comes to ITAV, I see you do a lot with that. So how are you able to stay so balanced with that? Um, I like to ask that question to, you know, a lot of the W bosses that are on our podcast. How do you like to balance? Yes. So one thing that I find my balances is traveling. That is like my super, super hobby. Um, I Anytime I feel like overwhelmed or anything, I go to traveling. Mm. Now, something on a more reasonable scale <laughs> is um, when I first got out of college, I started working with a nonprofit organization named Little Friends for Peace. And their whole deal was to help people find a path to peace. So through working with them, I developed tools and techniques to help to keep myself grounded and to just be able to put up a stop sign whenever I needed to. Because coming out of college, you know, you stretch yourself thin. You're like, oh, I can do whatever I want to do. I'm young. Oh, yes. But it will catch up to you. <laughs> so I learned that my first year out of college and having a full-time job and just trying to be like heavily involved in my community that I needed time for self-care. Mm. So... That is how I'm able to balance myself. And in this past year, um, moving out of 2019 into 2020, I set a goal for myself to maintain days that I specifically do self-care for myself and just kind of block everything else out. Mm. So it it came through like working and overworking and realizing, okay, Shoa, you have to put up a stop sign and you have to figure out a way for you to find the balance and to kind of refocus and reset. So I'm all about refocusing and resetting whenever necessary yes yes that is that is perfect like we just had a podcast episode based around self-love not too long ago and people always ask me you know how do you balance you know because you do so much how do you balance and I literally have those self-care days strictly to myself like I was saying that Sundays are my days like where I absolutely do nothing like I will be a bum the entire Sunday because I put in the work that I needed to Monday through Saturday and it's important to have those self-care days for yourself you know 
especially when you have so much going on. So with that being said, um, what exactly is ITAV? Um, what you know do you all do through? Do you guys do workshops? Do you guys do economics classes? Give us a little bit more detail about that. Yes. Um, so it takes a village collaborative. Um, it's basically a nonprofit organization that me and my sister decided to collaborate on and come together and do because we both wanted to have a nonprofit. And I was like, what better way to do it than to just do it together? Mm. Um, and my sister's coming from a background of a lot of like holistic wellness and going within yourself and figuring out how can you make sure you're healthy so that what you give out to people is positive. And I'm coming from an education standpoint and how can I prevent people from getting caught up into the criminal justice system? Mm. So what we realized is that, okay, let's design programs and resources that will promote holistic wellness and also connect people to the networks and the resources that they need to get to where they need to be. So essentially, ITAB, its focus is to create networks and spaces for people within the community to come together and do self-discovery and become self-aware and also network with one another so that they can then tap into the resources they need to do whatever they want to do in their life. Um, So we we work with, that's why we say whole family, whole child, whole individual. It makes sense. It makes sense now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to work on as we're trying to work on individuals holistically mm-hmm. by allowing giving them the space and the platforms to do the work themselves right because you can tell somebody to do this this and this but if they're not invested they're not going to do it um so we're kind of like exposing them to what's out there and then it's up to them to to proceed with the services and the resources mm. um so we have we came out the gate with a women empowerment program called queen bee talks and with that we believe that every woman is a queen and we know that women are are the people that run the household, regardless of what men want to say. <laughs> we run the world. <laughs> yes. Um, so in those sessions, we bring women together from all age ranges, 22 to 60, to have real conversations about life, to feed off of each other, and to just kind of network and create a space where it's safe to be ourselves. And we, we're not in competition. Um, and then we also do a lot of drives, partner drives, like prom dress drives and back to school drives. We collaborate with other nonprofits to do that. And then we do community events where we have networking events um, around the purpose where we're educating the community, but also having fun. So those are the main things that we're doing. Um, 2020, we're going to launch our in-school program. So look out for that. I'm super excited. I'm not going to say too much, but just stay tuned for that. Yes, stay tuned. I love to see it. Um, Ladies, when she was speaking at the Black Girls Network event, I was just listening to her and, you know, talk about It Takes a Village Collaborative and how different it was. There aren't a lot or any that I've heard of that does what she does well, and her sister does at the caliber that they do it. Um, so thank you again for being on this um, episode. Um, and as you were speaking, the, the constant question was running through my mind. Where did you guys come up with the name It Takes a Village? What inspired you guys to to title your nonprofit that? So... Essentially, like when I got out of college and I was working in the nonprofit field and working in um, low income communities, I realized that what was lacking was the whole community aspect and people working together and doing things for one another. Mm -hmm. And I grew up in a large family in a neighborhood where everybody knew each other. And if my parents were home, I can knock on my neighbor's door and go inside like it was that safe. 
And a lot of my upbringing was based around African traditions and the idea of a village. And I feel like as black people as a whole, that is who we are in nature. We're all about a village. We come from countries where they literally have village keepers that came together to make sure that we had what we needed. So when in conversation with my sister and as we thought about the programs and stuff that we wanted to do, I said, it's literally going to take a village for us to do this. And it's literally going to take all of us coming together for this to work. So that's where we came up with that. It takes a village. But of course the name has already been used. (laughs) So we had to tag on the collaborative piece, but it fits so perfectly because me and my sister were like, we don't want to reinvent any wheels that are already out here. Mm -hmm. We want to shine light on what's happening already and partner and and elevate whatever work is already being done. So that's why we added on the collaborative piece and that's how we got to It Takes a Village Collaborative. Mm, I love that. So as you just said, you know, you thought or you knew it would take a village to create ITAV Collaborative. So did it actually take a village for you guys to create It Takes a Village? Um, Did you guys need support, you know, from everybody around you? Tell us about that journey of starting up. Oh, woo. <laughs> She's a <so> woo. <laughs> I actually just left a meeting um, from a professor who does nonprofit consulting, and he's a part of my village. So, yes, it did take a village. Um, it took a lot of connecting with people that was already doing the work, people being willing to pour into us to ensure that we were doing the right paperwork, on the right track, developing programs that would get funded. So, Yeah, I mean, it took my family being willing to volunteer when I needed them. (laughs) It took my friends being willing to to come out on a Saturday to fill up the seats at my event. Um, It took my professors being willing to pour knowledge into me that wasn't a part of the curriculum. Um, And even with the development of my board, it's literally people on my board that are unpaid, that are volunteering their services, that are a part of my village. So... We live it, essentially. We know that, like, we're only as strong as our weakest link. So everybody that's helped us on the way is definitely a part of our village and has poured into us. So, yes. Mm, I love that. I love that. And you can definitely see, you know... Um, the impact um, of a nonprofit or an organization or anything of that nature, a brand in general, um, through the passion that is shown. And just by, you know, being with you in that room for such a short amount of time, I could tell that you were so passionate, you know, about what you do alongside your sister. And I wanted to ask you this. You know, let's go ahead and get into the topic. Um, How important do you think it is for one to be mindful of the legacy that they want to leave through their brand um, from an entrepreneurial standpoint? Because as I was saying in the beginning, I feel like entrepreneurs, they oftentimes forget about the legacy that they want to leave. And I feel like you definitely want to leave a legacy behind. So how important do you think that is for someone, um, you know, that has a brand? How important do you think it is for them to leave a legacy? Yeah, I think that it's super important and it should be at the base of whatever you're doing, right? Because I feel like if you have a brand, the key is for it to be around for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how you get into legacy building. So whatever your brand is, you need to sit back and say, is this one, a part of my purpose? And two, is this a brand that can go on for generations, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that as an entrepreneur, whatever you're developing should never be 
a quick fix or a quick answer or just to get this check. It should always be, or I'm creating this because I wanted to do X, Y, and Z down the long run. And I feel like with that mindset of legacy building, you will have a stronger business, a stronger brand, and something more powerful to offer people, right? Like, even hearing you speak about your legacy, I'm like, wow, like, that's super dope. Like, I want to be a part of that, you know? Thank you. Because it's like, at the end of the day, whatever you're, and I don't want to say whatever you're selling, but whatever you're selling, it has to be receivable by the people you're selling it to. So I think from an entrepreneurial standpoint, it's important that as you're developing your brand and you're developing yourself and finding the market for yourself, you're ensuring that it's fulfilling your your purpose and also your passion. Mm -hmm. Because if your passion is lacking from it, we're going to be able to tell. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and a lot of times, if it's not, um, you know, people can have passion projects, which are awesome, but a lot of times, if it doesn't align with your purpose, it can drain you. Because what drives me is my purpose. So no matter how hard it gets, I'm like, I got to keep going because this is why I'm here. You period, know? period. Yeah. So, yeah. Exhibit A, B, C, and D, me on this podcast right now with the <laughs> exactly. gold, okay? Exactly, so, exactly. With that being said, I know that this is a very big question. What do you want your legacy to be? Mm. So, you know, I was even talking to my um, PR rep when I left the Black Girls Network mm-hmm. event. And I, when they asked me um, the question about, like, what do I... I don't know, something to the extent of, like, what do I want to leave behind or something? Mm-hmm. That was the first time I ever said, I'm into legacy building. Like, I want to create a legacy for myself. Like, I always think it, but that was the first time I named it. Mm. So for me, what I want to leave behind with It Takes a Village is that it's really about your community. And we are only as strong as a person next to us. And we are all responsible for each other. And we all have a purpose in this world. And that's how we will see the changes that we want to see. So through It Takes a Village, I want to leave the idea that it's up to you to tap into the light and the gifts that you want to share with the world. And there are resources and tools and people around you that can help you do that. Mm. You just have to be willing and open to communicate, to talk, and to uplift somebody beside you, right? Because it's no good if I'm living in a six-story house by myself. Right. (laughs) So... But I'd rather be living in a six-story house knowing that I taught 10 other people how to get there. Mm. So it's all about teach one, lift up the other person, bring them up. That's the legacy I want to leave behind is that you can help someone and you can also thrive. Mm. So it's all about us helping each other and working together and tapping into our networks for the next person. So that's the legacy I want to leave behind with um, ITAS. Yes, yes. I know that was a very big question. You know, when I was first asked a question, I was like, hold on, I'm going to need a second to think about that one. And I couldn't answer it at first. But with what you said, sums it up perfectly. You know, I always say you're not a boss until you teach at least five other people how to be a boss. And with what you said, you can't be in a six story house if you're in it by yourself or if you haven't taught at least, you know, a few other people how to get that six story house as well. So, ladies, as you're listening, it's important to think about your legacy. What what name? 
name do you want to leave behind? What impact do you want to leave behind? Whether you have a brand, whether you, if you're just a person, and don't get me wrong, you do not have to have a brand in order to leave a legacy behind. You can just simply leave a legacy by how you are as a person and how many people you impact on a day-to-day basis. That's why I make sure with every person I come in contact with, I'm always super nice. I'm always, you know, asking them like, how can I help? How can I pour into you? You know, different things like that because I'm very intentional about my impact and the reason why I'm on this earth. And I wanted to have this episode to also allow you ladies to look in the mirror and to really ask yourself, what is my purpose? What is my passion? What impact do I want to leave behind? What legacy do I want to leave behind? And as I just said, you do not need to have a brand or a business in order to do that. You know, it can literally just be the utilization of your network. You know, teaching the women around you how to be bosses just like yourself. Teaching the women around you the things that you know. Teaching the women around you, you know, things that you wish you were taught one day. And, you know, it may be a while. It may take a while for you to think about your legacy and think about the impact that you want to have, but take as much time as you need to in order to come out with that answer because I genuinely do think that everybody is here for a certain a certain amount of time they're here for a purpose and they're here to leave a legacy one way or another whether it's on a, a group of people's you know uh, life or even if it's just impacting one person every single person has a purpose so mm-hmm. with that said Shoa did it take a while for you to figure out what you wanted your legacy to be or did you did you kind of already know yeah, it um it took a while. So I, I thought I knew when I was younger. I thought I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I thought I knew exactly, like, the life I was going to live. Um, and never in a million years did I think that I was going to have a nonprofit or be so vocal about criminal justice issues or be advocating for my people. Like, never. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to... I mean, I always wanted to be an advocate. I wanted to go to law school. I wanted to ha- be a lawyer. I but you probably didn't think it would be on this caliber. At all. At <laughs> yeah. all. Um, but that's when I figured out that I was... It was my purpose taking over. It wasn't me. Mm. Because I started to... Be, doors started to open for me that I know if I wasn't humble and just following the track that was happening for me, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Mm. So essentially, it's like um, it, it'll be a moment in your life where you're at a crossroads necessarily, and you can go one way or the other. But you know that the other is going to be uncomfortable, it's, and it's not necessarily as planned out as you thought it would be. But that's when bigger and better things will start happening for you, because at the end of the day, that is a part of your purpose. So I had to realize that as I started to pursue my master's degree and and um the school that I wanted to go to, it just happened not to be a good fit when I went. And then um, the program I wanted to do wasn't at Howard, but it was this program that was there. And I just started to just allow things to happen in my life. And that's why I am where I am. So basically, I just allowed God's plan to happen in my life. And I'm continuing to be on that track because only he knows where he's going to take me. Mm. So yes amen to that listen what you were saying um when you allow your passion to carry you and you're literally just walking in your purpose your legacy will come to you okay if you just worry about your impact you worry about how many people you help throughout the day you worry about how many people you're connected to you worry about you know building your network up amongst the people that are around you uplifting the people that are around you first 
that that will come that will definitely come and you will definitely get to a certain point where you're at a crossroads and you're forced to realize your purpose and you're forced Mm -hmm. to realize your passion if you've already had that crossroads you ladies know what we're talking about but if you haven't it will definitely come soon uh sooner than later but um with that being said Shoa um Tell us one thing that you want to achieve within your brand overall to create that overall legacy. Like, what is one thing that you absolutely want to achieve in order to solidify that legacy that you're leaving behind? Yes, I want to. My ultimate goal is to consult other brands and other nonprofits on the ITAP approach Mm -hmm. so that they can also incorporate it in what they do. Um, Because I think that it's a part of life to think about your compu- your community as a village and understanding that it's not just one person that can get things done, it's all of us. So that's one thing that I want to be able to achieve is to touch other um, nonprofits and brands on a larger scale with the work that we're doing so that they will follow suit in some capacity. Mm, that's powerful. That's powerful. I always say when you get to a certain point and you're able to help, you know, other people that want to do something like yourself, definitely do that if you're able to. And I think for you, that would be the ultimate give back to other nonprofits um, because you guys are, you know, have been so successful, but you do, you guys have already left so much impact. And I, I think, I think that'd be great coming from me. I think that'd be amazing. So, um, you're welcome. No problem. So last but not least, love, what are some things or what are some tips, excuse me, that you can give to the ladies when listening or aspiring, you know, WL bosses as far as words of encouragement when it comes to building their legacy? Like, what are some tips you can give to our listeners as far as, you know, if they're scared on building their legacy, if they're not too sure about it, what are some overall words of encouragement you can give to them? Yes. Um, One thing I will say is definitely be comfortable with being uncomfortable. If you are too comfortable right now, that means you need to do more. So do something as simple as showing up somewhere that you probably are scared to go to. Just be there. Just be in the room. Just be in the presence of what you want to get involved in. Also, look at your circle and make sure that there are people that are on the same wavelength as you and there are people that have the same vision as you. And when I say vision, not wanting to do exactly what you're doing, but our go-getters are trying to build themselves up to create a legacy, even having those conversations about what is a legacy, what is legacy building, right? So making sure that your circle, you're not the brightest light in your circle because you never want that. (laughs) Because guess what? You're going to get drained And you're not going to progress. You want to ensure that your circle, they are pushing you. They are inspiring you. They are willing to show up to these events with you. Make sure that your circle is full of people that are like you or better than you. Period. I feel like if you're, if you are with a group of girls, make sure there's somebody in there that you can look up to and be like, dang, how are you doing that? Show me so that I can show somebody else how to do that. Mm. Right. So I think that is the number one tip. When you are in college, you can get caught up in so much stuff that's not going to matter once you graduate, but ensure that you're getting caught up with stuff with the right group of people, the right group of girls or guys, and make sure that y'all are inspiring each other, having these conversations, like, what are we going to do outside of college? How can we develop this brand? Do you know this person? Tapping into their network. So making sure that your circle can pour into you and you can pour into them. 
Yes. That's my number one tip. Yes. I'm over here taking notes like, okay, okay. <laughs> Ladies, yes. definitely pay attention to your circles, what Shoa just said. Um, if you're the smartest person in your circle, you're not in the right circle. If you're, you know, not inspired by anybody in your circle, you're not in the right circle. Always have or be surrounded by bosses, you know, that you want to, you know, get uplifted, inspired, and empowered by. I always say that I'm a very big advocate for that. Um, and it's it's okay to have different friend groups as well, which is an entirely mm-hmm. different podcast topic. Yes, different friends yes. for different things, ladies. <laughs> yes, but um, thank you so much for that word of encouragement for the ladies when listening show. I really do appreciate it. No problem. So outside of that, what's next for yourself in ITAF? Like, do, do you guys have some events coming up or do you have events coming up? Let us know the deets. Yes. So what's next for ITAP is we are having our one-year celebration. Oh. Uh, we've been in the game for one year. So February 1st, uh, we launched Black History Month intentionally. Um, <laughs> and it's also my birthday month. Woo-woo. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. February 1st, we will be having our one-year um, celebration fundraiser. It will be occurring um, near Howard University. Um, it's right outside of Shaw Station. The details are on our Instagram page at I-T-A-V-C-O-L-L-A-B, ITAV Collab on Instagram. And it takes a village collaborative on Facebook. You can find the details. Tickets are available on Eventbrite. They are $20, which include um, brunch hors d'oeuvres. And we will have a cash bar with unlimited mimosas. Ooh, so sign me up. <laughs> yes, yes, come out. Um, and it'll be a great space to network and to connect with like-minded individuals and just to um, kind of get an idea of what we've been doing and what we have planned for the future. Um, also, last but not least, in April, we will be having our first ever Queen Bee Talks um, Spring into Wellness workshop, which will be a full-day workshop of opportunities for you to understand your health, your wellness and also your finances because health is wealth okay okay so yes um stay tuned for that and follow us on instagram and you'll get more details yes thank you so much for sharing that with the show ladies you just heard her she's having a very 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 big fundraiser one year anniversary for her brand itav on february 1st that is a very big deal so if you ladies can um please follow her on her instagram um social all her social media platforms as she just stated and you guys can visit their website to learn more um and thank you so much show for being on this episode once again and thank you ladies so much for listening in to yet another episode on the woman podcast you guys will be hearing this episode on apple podcast soundcloud spotify google play any podcast listening platform you could think of we are basically on now sis and we are constantly growing um as i said in the last episode thank you guys so much for always supporting our podcast and you ladies will hear me next week with a special guest have a great weekend ladies and be safe Peace.